Good morning, Booker Joe. Welcome back to 10 Minutes of Meaning. Please help yourself to some coffee and donuts. And as always, huge gratitude to our generous and anonymous sponsor, Lezecha Nishmas, Alter Shlomo Ben Pinchas. Please have his name in mind when you make a bracha. And of course, our learning, Le'ilu Nishma. So we are beginning the 23rd chapter of Mesila Susharam of the Ramchal, charting our path towards a better version of ourselves. And a better version of ourselves includes acquiring the Midah of Anava, acquiring the Midah of humility, how to live our lives with a sense there's something bigger and more important, more significant. We're here to serve Hashem, not expecting Hashem to serve us. In the introduction to this chapter, to this parak, in his commentary on Mesil Sashom Rav Dan Segel, the Mashkiach writes that one needs to know ki bali anava ain godless. Without anava, one is incapable of greatness. We all strive, we all aspire for greatness. We shouldn't be satisfied with mediocrity in life. We shouldn't be underachievers. We want more, we want bigger, we want better. We want to leave a legacy. We want godless, we want to achieve greatness. And you can't achieve greatness without anava, without humility. And why is that? Because there is no godless Baruch Hu. You cannot be great without divine assistance, without divine presence, without divine support. You cannot achieve godless, you can't achieve greatness without Hashem being in the equation, without Hashem being in the picture. So what's the problem? Because the Kodesh Baruch Hu lo nimsa in Baal Gaiva. Hashem is not found with someone who's arrogant. How do you know that the Gemara in Soda Dafei tells us, Kol Adam ruach, Omar Kodesh Baruch Hu ani ladur ba'olam. Kodesh Baruch Hu says there's not enough room in this world for me and the arrogant person. Somebody who sucks all the air out of the room, someone who needs all the attention, someone who's in the pursuit of honor, somebody who wants to and needs to be the focus of everything, someone who needs to take credit for everything. Kodesh Baruch Hu, the Almighty says, I'm not going to compete with you. I'm not battling you. I'm not fighting with you. There's simply not enough room in this world for both of us. It's despicable. Hashem despises the arrogant person. So if a person wants to achieve greatness, if you want divine presence, divine assistance, and who doesn't need that? Whether in our profession and parnasa, whether in the pursuit of wisdom, whether in the effort to change our midos and to become better versions of ourselves, who doesn't need Hashem's help? Who doesn't need divine assistance? So the prerequisite to Hashem's presence and Hashem's assistance and Hashem's support is humility. If we're arrogant and driven by our ego and narcissistic, Hashem says, I'm out, I'm out. There's not enough room for both of us. But rather, if we carry ourselves with humility, if we carry ourselves with humility, as the Ramchal has been spelling out, in our thought, in our attitude, in our posture, in our perspective, in our practice, if we carry ourselves with humility, then Hashem says, I'm in, I want to help you. I'm right by your side, I'm there for the assist. So with that, we begin the 23rd parak. Please help yourself. Coffee and donuts are not going to eat themselves. Ramchal begins the 23rd parak by telling us there are two factors that accustom a person to humility. Harigilus vahezboning. Very, very interesting. Because the Ramchal is really telling us not only to this quality of humility, any quality that we want to work on, there are two factors or two strategies to do so. Number one is regilus habit. The role of habit. A few years ago, we spoke in the Shabbat Shuvah based on a phenomenal book I highly recommend, James Clear, called Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits is a fantastic book, which of course is a modern expression of what the Torah knew all along and our timeless Torah principles. But habit can be negative. 
right? Sociologists, researchers point out that an enormous, a significant part of our day has already been predetermined by the habits that we formed. How many times you hit snooze this morning? Were you on time late? Did you talk during davening? All of these were habits that you've already formed. So much was predetermined. You think you made a decision. You think you have free will, but so much of it are the habits that we've already formed. So there's bad news. There's bad news when our life is so significantly on autopilot, but there's also good news. The good news is if you form good habits, then it's fantastic that so much of life is on autopilot. If you have the habit of being earlier on time, if you have the habit of eating healthier well, if you have the habit of exercise, if you have the habit of never raising your voice, of getting angry, if you have the habit of getting enough sleep, then it's wonderful. So habits are a double-edged sword. If you form the wrong ones, they are the undoing. And if you form the right ones, so much of life, you're already on the right path without needing to exert the tremendous will. Save the willpower for the things that you don't have the right habits. So regil is the role of habits and the role of forming the right habits and habits when it comes to humility. And then the second is hisponi, and we've spoken a lot about this. The notion of being contemplative, of being thoughtful, of being mindful, of actually sitting and thinking. Turn off your phone, turn off the noise and the background, the distraction, and sit and think and contemplate and plan and strategize. The biggest breakthroughs happen where and when? In the shower and during davening. What do the shower and davening have in common? Not that much. But one thing, you don't have your phone. During the shower and during davening, all you have are your thoughts. And that's when you have the biggest breakthrough thoughts. I've shared I always carry a pad and pen in my pocket because if you're davening and you have all these thoughts, write them down so that you can get back to davening. Get them out of your head. Don't try to balance them and hold on to them. Get back to the davening you need to do. So his boning, set aside time to think. Go for a walk, turn off your phone, sit and breathe deeply and think. Haragilis writes to Ramchal, habits, Habit means that a person has to gradually adapt a manner of behavior, as we've discussed before. Form the right habits, sit with the right people. Don't sit with the arrogant, egotistical, loud. Sit with the humble, happy, satisfied with a little. Form the habits, the right habits of life. Now notice that Ramchal uses an expression when it comes to habits. The habits should be formed. Margil atzmo how? Ma'at? Ma'at. You know, you're not going to lose 100 pounds overnight. You're not going to add 100 pounds of bench pressing overnight. And you're not going to change your attitude of humility overnight. Margil atzmo, change happens how? Incrementally. Ma'at, ma'at, slowly, incrementally, thoughtfully, strategically. And only when you do it ma'at, ma'at, slowly, incrementally, step by step, will it last, will it stick. People who try to undergo enormous transformation overnight, usually, oh, usually end up falling and faltering. Dress like a humble, modest person. You don't have to wear the loudest, the flashiest, the most designer. You don't have to attract the most attention with what you wear and what you drive and how you live. So that's a habit. Change the external manifestation, the habit of how you appear and the attention that you draw. And do you need all eyes on you? Where you sit? And where you're happy to sit and where you blend in and how you integrate with others. 
When a person accustoms and habituates himself in this way, then humility, the virtue of humility, will become internalized within the person until it becomes permanently established. Ma'at, ma'at, slowly. You see, your demeanor, your dress, where you sit, what your expectations, what you need, change those habits. Because if we exchange, if we transform our external behavior, you know, they say, dress for the job you want, not the job that you have. So dress for the attitude and personality that you want. If you want to be humble, dress and hang out with and look like and live like people who are humble. Change the external habit. Ask yourself, the people I admire who are humble, the people who are humble, who are satisfied with their lot and mistapic mamuat, who walk around with humility, where do they sit? Who do they hang out with? What do they wear? What do they drive? How do they carry themselves? How do they speak? What's their profile online and offline? And say, even if I'm not yet there internally, ma'at ma'at, let me externally change those habits until they add up and compound to leave a internal transformation in who I am. So habit, take advantage of the power of habit on the outside to change who we are on the inside. And we'll continue with his boning. Not only the external change, the internal change. Parsha class, 9.30 this morning. Parsha's Naso. Longest Parsha in the Torah. Fantastic Parsha. And join us at 9.30. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay holy. Enjoy some coffee and donuts.